Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today we have a very special episode for you guys. We're visiting live in the studio with Laura Seabold. Laura, welcome to the studio today, and great to, great to have you on the show. Well, it's great being here. Thank you for having me, Jim. Yeah, it's awesome. Laura is the founder of Shine Consulting right here in West Virginia. We're gonna be visiting with her and learning more about her story, but first a little bit about our mission here at Positively West Virginia. Every week we talk with West Virginia business leaders and we share their success stories with people just like you across West Virginia and across the country as well. Since 2017, our goal is to bring you encouraging and inspiring business stories each week from right here in the Mountain State. We believe that by encouraging others and sharing the possibilities that entrepreneurship and small business ownership and, and even nonprofits can bring to not only West Virginia but to the world, we can help change the direction of West Virginia and keep our young people right here in the state of West Virginia as well. We love telling these stories that quite frankly, a lot of people don't get to hear about. Our hope is that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. We believe they're right here in our state. We wanna encourage people to stay here, or come here and build a great company, or even if you've left West Virginia, move back here and be part of this amazing small business culture right here in our state. All of our guests are, are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out. They're not just talking about it, they're doing it. And I'm convinced that we can all learn from their experiences and most importantly, their stories. Over the past several years, we've produced more than 300 episodes right now, and Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization as well. And you can learn more about our mission of promoting small business and entrepreneurship at PositivelyWV.com. Our guest once again today is Laura Siebold. She's the founder of Shine Consulting. Shine Consulting is a specialty coaching and consulting firm focused on enabling individuals teams and organizations to reach their fullest potential. That is a very noble cause. Fascinated by economics, Laura obtained a bachelor's degree in business administration from Wright State University and an executive MBA from West Virginia University. She's fascinated by people, so she spent 20 years in talent roles, working for startups, uh, uh, all the way up to Fortune 200 companies and a few in between as well. Most recently, Laura served as the head of global talent development for Viatrist, formerly Mylan Pharmaceuticals. So she's got a ton of experience in this realm as well. Laura understands the unique intersection of business strategy and people strategy. Her primary focus is on maximizing potential, culture, leadership, legacy, career transition, and building inclusive workplaces where individuals can thrive. Laura serves on the advisory council for the John Chambers College of Business and Economics at West Virginia University. And she's also a board member for Libera here in West Virginia and serves as a career mentor through Everwise. She resides with her family on a family farm in Shinston, West Virginia, right there in Harrison County. We invited Laura on the show today to talk about Shine Consulting to share her story and talk about the business she leads right here in West Virginia. Laura, again, thanks for being on the show with us today. I, I really appreciate that and your time. Uh, take a minute and tell us a little bit about Shine Consulting. Sure. So the name Shine comes from one of my favorite scriptures, which is Matthew 5:14. you are the light of the world. And so it's really talks about 
you don't light a lamp and then cover it. You put it on a lampstand so that it gives light to everyone. Yeah. And certainly there's a religious application to that. But from a business context, I think it really asks the question, are we using the unique gifts and talents that we've been given to our greatest potential? And I think a lot of times the answer to that question is no, we're not. So I'm on a mission to change that. Yes. And uh, that's, that's a lot great. of what Shine is all about. So. From a 30,000 foot view, I would say really it's just about helping people unleash and maximize their potential. From a three foot view, I would say it's about working with organizations on enhancing their culture and strengthening their leadership. It's about working with teams to optimize their performance as a group. And then we work with individuals one-on-one -on -one to really help them achieve their goals, both personal and professional. That's amazing. You've got, you've got your 30-second uh, pitch down. I was going to ask you for your 30-second <laughs> pitch, but you've, you've nailed that. I, I that's, could that's condense awesome. it if you want that's, me to. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. So, Laura, I'm, I'm really in, intrigued about your journey. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, you have an MBA from West Virginia University. You have your uh, undergrad from Wright State. Mm -hmm. That's over in um, Dayton, Ohio. Yep. Uh, tell us about a little bit about your background. Where are you from? How did you get to West Virginia? Sure. So I grew up in Ohio, um, Centerville, Ohio, and uh, pretty much all of the men in my family are engineers and all of the women are teachers. So when my brother graduated high school, he went off to engineering school, and my sister graduated high school, she went off to major in education, and when it was time for me to graduate, my mom looked at me and said, oh, you're going to be such a good teacher, and I was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to do that. I wanted to be a stockbroker, wow. so very different, but I was fascinated by business, loved learning about how different businesses operated, what made them successful, and not successful yeah. and so yeah. that's why I majored in business at Wright State wow. and then as soon as I graduated from Wright State I got a job working in human resources out here in West Virginia yeah. so moved out here awesome. and became an adopted West Virginian yeah, exactly. I fell in love with the state fell in love with the people and now I'm really passionate about you know business growth in West Virginia and yeah. staying here awesome. and so, yeah. so so your last um, career path gig mm -hmm. your last job was at at Beatrice mm -hmm. talk a little bit about you know what that role was as uh, the uh, global head of talent yeah uh, it, 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 it you know a fortune 200 company that's yeah, a it's a big organization yeah. it's a global role so dealing with yeah. a lot of complexities as it relates to having employees in many countries around the world in different languages of course that goes along with that sure. but really the focus area for talent development is you know once employees are in the door once they've been hired you know and and kind of put within wherever they're gonna work from a career perspective, really helping them grow within their careers and thrive in the organization. Mm. And so it, it's leadership development, it's career development, and really the, what I like to say, the fun part of HR. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you, I mean, obviously you're uniquely positioned to start a company like Shine, mm -hmm. right? So tell us a little bit about the history. How did, what kind of put you in that moment where you said, I'm gonna start this thing, I'm gonna be an entrepreneur, I'm gonna start my own business. Yeah, so I think I've had the opportunity over the past 20 years to sit in a really unique mm, position of sure. what I like to say is kind of the intersection of a business strategy and a people strategy. Yeah. So when you work in human resources, you really have the ability to kind of see across an organization and you know, because I have such a passion for business, anywhere I've worked I've always been very intrigued by learning about the business as much as I can and so but also 
the roles that I've been in are always people focused. So being able to see kind of where those two converge, those two strategies converge, and a lot of times there's gaps between what a business is trying to do with their strategy and the people who are actually called upon to execute that yeah, strategy. So sure. there there can be some gaps there. Like a disconnect, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So so that's pretty amazing and and so you found this this need mm -hmm. and i always say that you know entrepreneurs um that's that's how we're driven right mm -hmm. is be, you you see a need in the marketplace yes. you say what what can i do to to you know add value to this problem and, and help mm -hmm. solve it mm -hmm. and that's what you're doing with shine yes is that yes place to say exactly okay. and in performing this type of work on my own gives me the opportunity to go into multiple different businesses yeah. instead yeah. of you know working for one organization yeah. you know which is great as well and many people take that path of course but yeah. being able to go to multiple businesses and help with their leadership and with their culture, I'm really passionate about yeah. that. So talk a little bit about um, the types of businesses you're working with right now. Yeah, so it's been a really interesting journey. I've been working with companies in the aviation industry, yeah. textiles industry, um, natural resources, as well as I do some work with individuals as well. So career planning. Um, and then great. I actually run a workshop for women called Finish It. And it's all about getting across the finish line with goals. So yes. it's a variety of, of personal and professional mixed together. That's really good. And we'll, we'll talk about Finish It because I think that uh, especially in January yes. of 2022, you know, we're all about setting those goals. But mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes we get started on those goals, uh, but what happens in the middle is, yes. is really important too, right? Because we don't want to get mm -hmm. to December and say, oh, geez, I was supposed to read uh, a book a month, you know, and here it is December. Here I, I got to read 12 books, you know. Yes. That, that's not the way you finish, right? Yes. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that more in depth as well. Um, what would you say, you know, well, first of all, when did Shine officially start in business? When did you start, like, Hey, I'm 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 my yes. own company now. Officially, three years ago, yeah. but up until more recently, it was something that I had to only um, work on part time. Yeah. So now yeah. I have the opportunity to work on it full time. You're you're, uh, you're uh, pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal. Full throttle. Yes, I like it. Anyone right. that knows me that, knows that, I'm high energy. That, so that, that's <laughs> look <great>. out. <laughs> well, we'll talk a little bit about um, what you're most excited about right now. Here we are, like I said, the brand new year, yes. January 2022. What are, what's the thing that has you most excited about for Shine Consulting right yeah. now? So I have a program I'm really excited about. It's called Leadership One-to-One, -One, and it's a very different approach to how traditional leadership development is done. It's a combination of assessment, it's coaching, it's teaching and accountability, which a lot of that accountability piece uh, connects to Finish It, which we yeah, were talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah. Um, but it's very different from how leadership development programs are done. It's more like what personal training would be in the health and fitness world, but yeah. for leaders. And it's 100% customized and personalized to each leader that we work with. Wow. So I'm excited to see the impact that leaders can have as they go through this program. Yeah, who, who is the ideal target for something like that? I would say busy executives who do not have the opportunity to be sent away um, to leadership development programs. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of 
training programs out there that are great, but you have to go for a week or you have to do a lot of residencies and you have to leave your job. Mm. And it's, it's very intense, but it's a short period of time. And often what happens when you engage in that type of a program is you come back really excited and transformed and then, <laughs> you know, the old habits kick in and a week or a month yeah, later, exactly. you're kind of not really yeah. transformed anymore. Yeah. And so what this does wow. is breaks it down an hour at a time oh, wow. over a longer period of time. So that's, that's where you can get real behavior And that's something change. you've developed? Yes. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's, that's fascinating. Well, I think that, you know, um, John Maxwell is one of my favorite authors and I followed his, his teachings, gotten to speak, you know, it, uh, see him speak at live events and all these things, got mm-hmm. to meet him and have dinner with him and all these things. It, it, one of my favorite things that he says is everything rises and falls on leadership. Yes. You know, it's a very simple uh, concept for, for people, but it mm-hmm. is absolutely true. Everything yes. rises and falls. And one thing that I think, over, especially over the last two years, we've, lo- we've all learned mm-hmm. is that people are desperate for le- good leadership. Good leadership. Good yes. leadership. So I think you're hitting the, the, the trail with this, um, this new offering at the perfect time because well, we need you. it. We need yeah. you, Laura. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And I think I think that's that's pr- pretty neat. So talk a little bit about. Um, you mentioned you know you love West Virginia. You're here. You're yes. uh, you know you're a, a West Virginia resident. Mm-hmm. You're, you started your business here. Where are your customers coming from? Or or and not only that, where you know what. Where can your customers be living? Can they be living in California? Talk a little bit about the geographic reach. Yeah. Well, my preference and priority is always going to be West Virginia yeah. first. Yeah. But the type of work that I do can be anywhere in the world. Yeah, so awesome. with virtual technology the way it is nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, as long as there there isn't too much of a language barrier, you know, I can I can connect with people all over the world, and I have clients right now who are not just in West Virginia. Yeah. So it's pretty That's exciting. Yeah, it really. is exciting. It just opens up the doors and it does. opportunity. Yeah, very cool. So um, since you've been in business for yourself mm-hmm. a couple of years now, but really full time just recently, mm-hmm. what's what's been your best business moment? Best business moment, I would have to say, the first official gig that I got yeah, as Shine that. Consulting. Yeah, yeah, tell us and, about that story. You know, certainly, I mean, it, it's like when restaurants put the dollar bill up on yeah. the wall, you know, <laughs> and it's really not about the money. Yeah. I think it's what it represents is mm. that someone believes in you, someone mm. wants what you have to mm. offer. And, you know, again, especially early on, I've had some folks who have been very supportive of me and yeah. said, you know, we believe in what you're doing. We want you to be successful. We're here to help you. And that that means everything because it's very vulnerable to start your own business, especially what I do is, you know, I'm not selling a product. The product is a lot of things that I've really just kind of created on my own and put out there in the world. And yeah. so it's hard sometimes to separate, you know, if someone doesn't like the product, it's kind of like, Ugh, <laughs> do they not like me? You know, exactly. it can be, yeah, it's right. a very vulnerable What's position to be in. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So uh, to have someone say, you know, I support you, I believe in mm. you, and it validates, you know, the business model that you have in your mind of, yes, this there is a need for what I have to offer. Yeah. So that's a great feeling. How has, you know, your life experience, your business experience prepared you for this, for this role that you're in now? I think the opportunity to work with so many different people and mm. really learn about 
human behavior, what motivates people, yeah. um, and how to help people be successful. Yeah. I've had such an opportunity to interact with so many individuals and through coaching really learn the power of listening and asking powerful questions to people and just growing from that experience of just again people all over the world you know i've had an opportunity to travel mm. all over the world and exactly. just learn and interact with so many different cultures and and people so it's been it's been great a great learning experience that i can pay forward absolutely i mean i think like i said a, f a few seconds ago you know you're proper properly equipped to do this and this i think that's fantastic you know we you, t you mentioned the word success and mm -hmm. and uh, a word um that means a lot of things to a lot of people right yes. success and uh, you know I heard a definition of success some time ago, and it's by Earl Nightingale, and he talked about it being success being the the continual progression towards a worthy ideal. Mm. And I love that because yeah. success is not like, hey, we're here, I'm successful. You right. know, it's continual, <laughs> yes. and it's a continual progression, right? Yeah. So, setting goals, achieving them, or maybe mm -hmm. you know, maybe you don't achieve the goal. How do you learn from that opportunity? Again, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn, not yeah. sometimes you lose, right? We don't lose, we just learn from those experiences because entrepreneurship, small business is very hard. Mm -hmm. I always talk about, you know, starting a business is pretty easy. You know, you, we, we, just about anybody can oh, do yeah. it in about a half an hour. You can be yeah. set up and you're started in business. Absolutely. But to grow a business is very difficult. Yes. You know, and, and, and I think that success, successive progression towards a worthy ideal is a pretty neat definition of like success that. because it, it is a constant and it's, it's a journey, right? Yes. And I think, you know, the way, um, the way that we are, are wired, I think determines it, whether or not we're enjoying that journey. Mm -hmm. You know, we can get all bent out of shape and have negative attitudes, but if we have uh, attacked those uh, seasons of life that we're mm -hmm. going through, um, even if it's something where, um, it, you know, it's beyond our control, like a pandemic, yes. you know, our mindsets, the way we're, we're thinking about these things could really um, not only change the outcome but give us joy in the journey too mm -hmm. right and i think that's yeah that's kind of part of the process yeah and i think it's interesting i don't know if you ran into this jim but when a lot of times when you start a business people will ask you well what if it fails or what's your backup plan oh, or you know it's kind yeah, of like doomed from yeah. the beginning exactly <laughs> and and you know really had to think about that and i even had someone ask me well you know how have you handled past failures and and i really sat for a long time mm. and not that I haven't had failures but I don't see them as failures I just see it as a learning opportunity yeah, so exactly. you know if something doesn't go over well or the way I thought it was going to or whatever the case may be to me it's just a learning opportunity to you know maybe change direction change course but it's not you know the end of the world and so I think when you have that mentality that yeah. contributes to success as well exactly I, I, I think I think that's so true um, you know, I, oftentimes I'll I'll do something, you know, try something in business, and mm -hmm. I'm in my 11th year of owning my own business, yeah. and uh, sometimes I'll I'll do things, and it's just wow, that was that was great. And then so other times I'm thinking, that went a lot better in my head than it actually <laughs> <laughs> played yes. out. You know, I was like, <laughs> wow, I, th I didn't see that coming. So I think you're right. I think you know, taking steps, taking entrepreneurial steps like you're t you're doing with Shine is mm -hmm. is awesome because you know, the, the, the world is your oyster. You can go out and explore and do the things that you want to do, work yes. with the people you want to work with. Absolutely. And I think that's pretty neat. So talk a little bit about um, the flip side of the, the best moment and yes. talk about the worst <laughs> moment you've encountered so the far in, in business. If you could just take us to that place. I think, um, 
it's funny because you're right. Sometimes you have things in your head that it doesn't go quite the way you think it is. And, and there was a time where um, I had planned an event and I'd done all the right things, you know, the formulas for how to market it and oh, how to yeah. advertise your program to get people to sign up. I did all those things, you know, checked all the boxes and I just didn't get the turnout that I was expecting and hoping for. Yeah. And I, I got pretty emotional about sure. it. And yeah. then really, here's the benefit of being a certified coach is that you coach yourself all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just turn it, turn it on yourself. Yeah. So I kind of... Yeah was like, gosh, why am I so upset about mm. this? And it wasn't that, you know, it just didn't, it wasn't about money, you know, that people weren't paying or, or um, signing up for it. It was, I felt like I cared more about people's dreams and goals than they did. <laughs> and it made me kind of angry actually, yeah. and sad yeah. that I care so much about this. Wow. And I just felt like, you know, the people that I was trying to target maybe didn't care as much about their own dreams and goals as I cared for them. So, yeah. you know, you'll have those moments, I think. And, and um, but to me, that was probably one of my lowest points, but mm. it it actually birthed a completely different direction yeah. for one of my programs. So that's great. I think, yeah, yeah, that's where you learn. Very good. I wanna, I wanna come back and, and talk um, about um, some of the other offerings that you have, yeah. okay? But I wanna take a second just to mention our sponsors for Positively West Virginia. They include the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia in business, in entrepreneurship. Our guest once again today is Laura Siebold. She's the founder of Shine Consulting. She's based out of uh, Harrison County, West Virginia, right there uh, down the road from where I'm located in Morgantown. She's in the studio with us today. Laura, I want to jump back in it. What's the, the vision, mm -hmm. if we were talking about vision uh, and, and, and success uh, for Shine Consulting long term? Where do, you, where do you see this going? Big. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. That's what every entrepreneur That's says, awesome. right? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. No, I think um, I have so many different areas that I'm interested in where I feel like Shine can really have an mm -hmm. impact. So I think the hardest thing actually is trying to figure out how to narrow the focus, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to see the opportunity to impact leaders. I agree with you. I think we're really in a crisis right now mm -hmm. around strong, good quality leaders. And yes. so I'm really yeah. excited about the opportunity to get more involved with strengthening leaders, especially here in West Virginia, yeah. but you know, even beyond. Yeah. And then again, I have um, a program that I'm very passionate about related to goals and you know, people accomplishing their hopes and their dreams. Yeah. And I think, the opportunities for that are limitless. I mean, yeah. it could be it could be a book, it could be a TED talk, it can be a lot of different things. And so, mm. what what I care most about is just how can I get that message out to as many people as possible. The reason I always ask that vision question is because I, I and, and I, I love hearing the vision you have for Shine. I always think about uh, in this term because I'm a victim of this myself, right? Mm -hmm. Without a clear vision, it's almost impossible to tell an opportunity yes. from a distraction. Yes. And as an, uh, as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, I feel like, you know, we're continually bombarded with things mm. coming at us and, and we're like, oh, that looks like a great opportunity. That looks like a great opportunity. Yes. But if you don't know where you're going, those things are really just distractions. You're right. They're not opportunities. And you're you end right. up chasing your tail and you're like, oh, you know, wondering why you're not getting traction and, and it's because you're 
you're chasing these distractions mm -hmm. as opposed to the opportunities. And that's why I always, why I always ask that. Yes. You know, we, we you know we talk about the the void of of leadership. Is it? I mean, just I'd like to get your thoughts on that a little bit and just uh, dive in mm -hmm. into leadership for just a second. Is that? Is that something that they can start at a young age? Do you think that, it, that people can get a certain point in their career and their life that they can't learn leadership skills? I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I think it can start at an extremely young age, yeah. and I think it's something that there are opportunities for all of us to step up as a leader, and yeah. it's not by nature of your job title, <laughs> you know, um, exactly. and, and it's not even by nature of being in a job per se. Yeah. There are opportunities in in organizations, in nonprofits, in sports teams, you know, you yeah. name it. There are opportunities for yeah. kids, you know, yeah. up through adulthood to, to step mm. up and serve as a leader. And I think really my definition of leadership is really just about enabling the success of others. It's yeah. a very simple definition, exactly. but it really is yeah. about going back to that success up. word. Yeah. yeah, it's about lifting up other That's people cool. and yeah. helping them, you know, to shine their light hmm. instead of you just shining your own. Light. You just tied that all together right there. Shine Consulting. <laughs> I love it. You know, one of the things that, that that's interesting with, with what you're saying too is that you know, especially with with young people, mm -hmm. um, leading yourself yes. is a great place to start. Right? Absolutely. Having discipline, having having some goals, mm -hmm. um, motivation. Uh, we can't lead others unless we can lead ourselves. Absolutely. And that, that's, that, I think, gets lost it in does. a lot of leadership yes. discussion. You know, <laughs> It's like, oh, I want to be a great leader. Well, what are you doing for yourself? You know, how are you leading yourself? Yeah. How are you taking care of yourself? Yes, right? and there's a distinction between leading and managing. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, again, more in a, in a corporate or a workplace setting, people get more pulled into the task of just managing. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a workplace, I mean, you're managing adults who typically know what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. They have you know, uh, intelligence, mm -hmm. and so they don't necessarily need to be managed. They need to be led. Yeah. And yeah. so there's a big distinction between those two. I think, um, you know, when we talk about, you know, creating that vision, uh, creating, um, you know, a, um, a look into what things could be and what mm -hmm. should what they should be, whether it's an, an organization with whether it's in your own family. Yeah. Right. You can be leading Absolutely. a family in your community. What 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 could be and what should be is kind of like the way I look at vision. Yes. And um, and I think about um there's just so many opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. We go back to that word too. Mm -hmm. Here in West Virginia, you know, we have been an underdog uh, for a long time. Yes. Uh, we have things that are happening in, in our world right now with the pandemic and mm -hmm. remote work and there's opportunities, like you were saying, technology. Mm -hmm. You know, who would have thought that we could, you know, stream a podcast and a video podcast right. and, and reach thousands of people. That's pretty neat, you yeah. know, and, and five, six years ago, that wasn't even possible, right? Mm -hmm. So as the world is, is evolving, as technology is coming to the forefront, as there's demand for leadership and a real mm -hmm. need for that, you know, I, I wonder, like, you see all these needs out there. You have this business that you started to help people mm -hmm. to be the best, you know, that they can be and, right. and maximize their potential. How how do you go about connecting with people and bring them on as 
is customers. How are you doing that right now? Yeah, what, that's what a some, good question. And that's things. an evolution yeah. too, yeah, yeah. as so you know. Work, work in progress. Your expertise, yeah. Jim. Yeah, work in progress. Um, a lot of different forums. Mm -hmm. So, you know, social media, of course, is an opportunity yeah. to connect with people yeah. and, and all the different forms of social media. Yeah. A lot of my work is also just from my own network of people that I've met. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Word of mouth. Um, mm -hmm. You know, hey, I'll get phone calls. Uh, I'm working in a company and they need someone to come in and do leadership development and wow. they ask me who do I know and so I <laughs> thought of you, you, you know, yeah, so perfect. It's, yeah. and which is great. great and I'm very yeah. blessed to have great relationships. Yeah. Again, I've just met a lot of people yeah. you know, over the course of, you know, 20 years in, in the corporate setting and yeah. so a lot of it, like I said, is word of mouth but um, doing things like, you know, being on this podcast yeah, with you, Jim, exactly. is a great opportunity to, to reach people too. Let's talk, I wanted to, um, to, to come back to um, the finish it workshop yes. and, and talk because we've, we've been talking a lot about goals and success yeah. and everything. <laughs> talk a little bit about um, what folks can expect for this. Is it is it geared for a certain audience, mm -hmm. first of all, and then maybe take it from there? Yeah, so you talked about this earlier, and mm -hmm. a lot of times I think entrepreneurs create something to kind of scratch their own itch. And so mm -hmm. I created Finish It because I had a history of struggling with finishing things. I was really mm -hmm. good at starting things. Yeah. I would have seven different things going at the same yeah. time, you know, yeah. but not truly finishing something before I moved mm -hmm. on to the next thing. Yeah. And, you know, that has you know, powerful implications for people. There's a lot of us that are, you know, especially this time of year, we set New Year's resolutions and we yeah. do, you know, we have all these hopes and aspirations for what we're going to accomplish and then life gets in the way, yeah. you know, and it's hard to get across that finish line. So um, I created a program that really kind of breaks down the formula for success because the actual, this is kind of sad, but the, the actual success rate for goal completion is about 8%. Wow. Yeah, it's a little depressing. Yeah. But there are things that you can do to put in place to get yourself to about a 95 to 98% wow. success rate. And so I have it's spent- a process almost. Yes, yeah. I have spent yeah. years and years researching and learning about how to do that. And so I turned That's it awesome. into a workshop. I've created it, um, historically it's been for women because I think a lot of times women have a tendency mm. to become you know, focused on serving others mm -hmm. and not necessarily as focused on their own goals and their own yeah. dreams. And so Finish It was really created initially for women to focus on what is it that you want and yeah. you can do both. You can be in service to others, but also mm. to yourself. That's huge. Now, do you help them um, sort of put in place um, or maybe not, that's not the right you help them establish the goals in other words yeah. like they don't know they know they want something but they don't know exactly what it is yes kind of help them coach them through that process yes so the first part cool. is really understanding the distinction between dreams and goals because those yeah. are two separate things exactly. so first it becomes really refining what the goal is and then i have my own goal setting model that i Love created yeah. so putting the goal into that model yeah. and then talking about what are all the things that can get us kind of off track so when we think about you know the theme of finishing a race for example you know a lot of times it's kind of just running across a nice clean straight path but mm -hmm. you know usually it's more like those tough mudder races yeah, where right, you've got yeah, you know obstacles, obstacles yeah. and things so a lot of the session is focused on what gets in the way mm -hmm. what are the derailers mm -hmm. is it habits you know at least 40 yeah. percent of our daily life is just habits yeah. so what habits do you have that allow you to succeed in this mm. goal or yeah. are causing you to fail in the goal yeah. and then we talk about fear because yeah. fear holds a lot of people back from yeah. you know getting across the finish line yeah. and then really put a plan in place to get it That's done great. 
well, I, I may have to sign up for that course <laughs> if it's open t- yes. to guys like me, because uh, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, you know, part of that part of that uh, situation. You know, I, I think about um, just listening to you talk about uh, about those uh, things that get in our way, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's us. We get yes. in our own way, you know, oh, absolutely. It, we get in our own way and we're not um, we're just not following through. And again, you know, that discipline, that mm-hmm. that um, that self accountability mm-hmm. is a big, big factor in that. And I love talking about that stuff. We just did a, um, a small business mastermind a couple of days ago and it was all on goal setting at the beginning of yes. January. Yeah. And it was interesting. I shared something uh, with that panel that uh, was on my heart. And it just was really troubling to me. And I had talked to, and it was actually uh, two different women over the last, they were in business groups that I'm in, Mm -hmm. over the last couple of days, right before that, that I was asking what their goals were for the year. And they're like, I'm done with goals. Mm. I I haven't, I haven't hit a goal in two years. This pandemic has just, you know, basically taken the life out of, of my goal setting and my aspirations. And I'm not setting, setting goals anymore. I just thought, wow. I wonder if that's like a thing, you know, yeah. if people are going through that right now, because, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if, you, if you're this way, but in January it is. It's a clean slate. I you know, I, I pray yeah. I take the month of December and I have all my stuff planned out, my mm-hmm. spirituality goals, my relationship goals, my my marriage goals, my, mm-hmm. you know, my business goals, my health and, and fitness yeah, goals. I have all those things and they're all smart goals and are measurable and attainable and time sensitive, time measured and everything uh, specific. Um, and I just can't imagine going through mm. life without having a set of goals. What, are your, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, do, yeah. do, do you see that? It too? makes me sad when, yeah. when I, and, and that's, you know, kind of talking earlier when I, when I was really emotional about, you know, a program that, um, that I wasn't getting traction on, it was a version of finish it that I was yeah. trying to run. And yeah. so to me, you know, to not have goals and, you know, not have hopes and dreams is very troubling, but I can tell you, and one of the top words that emerged from 2021 was languishing. And languishing is kind of this, you know, it's it's the difference between, mm. you know, not, not really it's necessarily. Like yeah, you're not really, <laughs> you know, depressed, yeah. but you're not thriving yeah. either. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are kind of in this languishing mode. They're, they're you know, tired, they're burnt out. Mm. Um, and, you know, all the more reason though to kind of, get that little uh, jolt and get refocused. This is the yeah. right time of year, you know, yeah. to get refocused. Yeah, that's that's uh, very interesting d- dynamics there at play. Mm-hmm. What's one of the biggest challenges you face as a small business owner and entrepreneur right now? I think um, getting companies to prioritize and invest in their mm, people strategy. Yeah. So there are so many things going on right now um, and so many crises happening and, and certainly I don't mean to minimize that, yeah. um, but companies can quickly find themselves in a situation where they're putting people-focused programs on the back burner. And yeah. I think we're starting to see the impact yeah. of that. Um, yeah. You know, we have the great resignation. You've probably heard about oh, that. Oh, my land. You yeah. Know? It's, just, and it's, it's unreal what's Exactly. Yeah. Companies are kind of in a panic about how do we attract people? How do we retain our talent? And I think sometimes they're going about solving that problem the wrong way. I think they need to take a step back and look at are we providing the environment, the right kind of environment that people want to work in, that they can thrive in? You know, are we giving people purpose? Are we listening to what our employees really want and need? And then, 
you know, it's been said time and time hmm. again that people typically leave people, not companies. That's right. So, yeah. you know, I got to go back to leadership. <laughs> What's the quality and the strength of our leadership yeah. and how can we best yeah. support them? Yeah. And so, you know, I think the companies who are actively prioritizing and investing in their people strategies, they're blowing away their competition yeah. because it's not a nice to have anymore. It's a have to have. Yeah. And, you know, uh, people are, are generally one of the most um, largest expense items on Absolutely. your, your P&L. Yeah, right? I did payroll <laughs> back in the day. I remember. So, yes. So <laughs> why wouldn't you want to invest in your in your largest, exactly. you know, not, uh, I don't want to say asset, but it, it is, is an, an asset. asset. Yeah, it is an Absolutely. asset. Absolutely. You got to invest in your asset, right? Yes. Your people. And, 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 and I think, um, you know, strategy is important in business, but culture Mm-hmm. Each strategy for breakfast, right? I mean, yes. it's it's just so much so much more important. I think having yeah. that culture, and it's all on leadership. Everything yes. rises and falls on leadership. Yes, and we don't typically prepare people. So you know, going back to your question about opportunities for leadership, even from mm-hmm. childhood, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times yeah. how it works in a in a in the workplace is mm. you know you're really good at doing your job, whatever that job is, and so you become the leader of people who do that job. Well, that doesn't necessarily make you a great leader. It's a different skill set. Exactly. And it can be a really hard shift for people too because if you've been praised and rewarded for being the doer, and now maybe you're not doing as much of that work anymore. You're exactly. doing different work. It can be really challenging. Yeah, I, I, so. I'm a perfect example of that. I was uh, like one of the top performing sales yeah. people when I was starting out, and I got promoted to be the sales manager. Yeah. And I was like, had no I business. Went. I had no training, <laughs> no leadership training. And it was, you know, I, I had to learn it all the hard yeah, way. You know, hard was, oh, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I was a terrible manager I leader. doubt that I, I really was actually I, I was it was I had to become a student of it yeah. and really you know understand that that was so important is not the way it wasn't you know I guess the managing is you know, like you said is a lot different than leading and mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 once I once I understood that then I was a lot better off yes and and, and got me on the path um, Laura what's one piece of advice you would give to young people out there um, thinking about uh, starting a business, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they've got uh, this entrepreneurial itch. They've got this yeah. idea they want to bring to market. What would what would be something you would tell them? Yeah, I would say take time to figure out how you are uniquely positioned to serve mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when people are starting a business or mm-hmm. have that idea, yeah. Yeah. it's very numbers and cents driven, yeah. and certainly money is a component of it. Yeah. Um, but I think you know you can easily get swept up in just trying to figure out how you can make the most money as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And um, I think if you take a step back and think about what is it that you can provide that is really serving other people and at least hold that in balance with and how do you make money doing it you're going to be a lot more successful but you're also going to be a lot more fulfilled in the process i think that's great advice awesome awesome stuff what's one thing you do personally every day that you think contributes to your success Hmm. i would say learn so every day i'm reading books i'm reading articles i'm listening to podcasts i'm talking to smart people i'm just trying to learn and get better every day Mm -hmm. every day what can i learn and then i would also say um pray 
quiet time. Yeah. That's important too. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. What's uh, what's one book or a podcast you'd recommend? Ooh. Okay. Now I know you've had previous guests <laughs> talk about Dare to Lead, Dr. Yeah, Brene Brown, yeah, but yeah. she has a podcast yeah, called Dare to Lead yeah, as well. That's, that's really good. That's um, great. So I would recommend that. And also there's a book called Unleashed. It's by Francis Fry and Ann Morris, and it's a it's a book on leadership. And I yeah. really think it it outlines what the leaders of today and the future are going to have to bring to the table. Yeah, yeah. Are you able to share maybe one one notion from that? I, I'm putting yeah. you on the spot, but no, I'm yeah, happy yeah. to. So one, th so the book talks a I'm lot about by, yeah. yeah components of leadership: trust, mm. empathy. Mm. You know, but not to how to have too much. You know, empathy. You still have to do your job yeah. as a leader. But one of the things I think is so fascinating in the book is a lot of times. Um, leaders try to impact their 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 impact by their absence so once they leave a company if the performance of the team goes down they kind of you know puff the chest like i made a difference i had yeah. an impact yeah. but what this book talks about is no you want people to thrive in your absence if you're a yes. good leader yes. <laughs> when you walk away that yeah. that line should be going up not yeah. down yeah. and that means you've truly created success in yeah. others and yeah. it's it's about you know how do people perform in your absence mm. not in your presence That's very good. but it takes a secure leader uh, to be that. comfortable yeah. with that no concept. It's, it's it's huge as a matter of fact you know that's what one of my uh, one of my 10-year goals is to have a company that doesn't rely on me yeah. to be here for yeah. every single thing you know and that's that's that, that's uh that's a long long range view because it won't happen today yeah. uh but uh but i can definitely see the value of that so we'll make sure we add that to our yes. resources page on positively wv.com for sure um laura we've covered a lot in this interview i really appreciate you sharing some great wisdom and insight okay. uh, for for our guests or our, our audience today uh is there anything else about your story or uh, shine consulting that we have not covered that you would like to share hmm. I don't think so I think um, I just you know I'm really excited about 2022 yeah. and looking forward to serving yeah I love that um, as we close out our time here mm -hmm. how what's the best way for folks to learn more about shine consulting and maybe even get in touch with you yeah absolutely book an appointment so, get, a, yes. get, a, get involved with that uh get that connected yeah absolutely so they can go to my website oh. www.wv as in west virginia shine.com um if you just search shine consulting on facebook instagram mm -hmm. linkedin yes i'm i'm all all over those that's, uh, platforms that's awesome well. and we'll make sure we have links to all that in the okay, show notes great. section of the podcast and on the facebook live as well laura it's been a, a real honor to have you on the show i think yeah. what you're doing is incredible it's very much needed and you're filling a huge gap in the marketplace for leadership and personal development so thank you for being on the show today thank you i appreciate being here it's yeah. been fun yeah uh, we'll do it again i know We'll have, it, we'll have you on one of our um, mastermind okay. panels as well. Happy I think, to I do think that. you'd bring a lot, of, a lot of value for that for sure. Well, folks, that's a wrap on an, another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across Mountain State in business, just like my friend Laura Siebold of Shine Consulting. Our hope is that we, in some way, equipped you and inspired you with this business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website at PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments, your positive reviews, and encouragement along the way as well. 
And we just love it when you guys share these episodes on your social media channels, too. That really helps us get the word out, not only about Positively West Virginia, but our our guests uh, as well. Uh, Be sure to check out our weekly show, the PWV Business Mastermind, every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon on Facebook where we bring a panel of business experts from around the state each week to help small business leaders succeed. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of advancing small business, entrepreneurship, and nonprofits in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia. 